What's up? Welcome back to Entrepreneur Gene. My name is Chris. My name is Ben. And I messed up already because we made a decision yesterday that we're going to call this thing The Gene. The Gene. I like that. So welcome back to The Gene. Yes. Welcome back. And this is our first podcast in our new studio. No, I'm just yes. kidding. It's, a, it's our studio, but it's a room in Chris's house. So <laughs> that's our studio. But hey, until episode you close one. On your house, yeah, until you close in your house and we have the studio in your house. This will do. Hey, exactly. That'll be sick. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, not our first podcast, but this is the first one we're doing in the studio. Yeah. So, so it's a special. Oh, one. What do you want to talk about? We literally just sent, spent what an hour, an hour trying to fix the mics because technical difficulties. <sighs> yeah. So plain and simply. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I think we were gonna talk about. Obviously, you know, this whole podcast is about entrepreneurship, it's about business, it's about goals and things of that nature. So we, we were actually, since it's a new year, you were actually going to talk to me about getting at getting to the office and setting my desk up the same exact way that you have your desk set up. Yeah, that's one of the things that we were going to talk about today. And like he said, you know, it's 2020. So, uh, you know, to me at least, if you're not prepared then you're not going to do your best when you're out there on the field. Okay. You know, like for me, when I was playing soccer as a kid, if I felt like my socks were on funny or if my, you know, if I didn't have my straps for my shin guards or if my shoes were loose, I didn't feel like I was able to perform. That was just me, Fair. you know? Yeah. So I feel like it's the same thing with this. Um, obviously, what we do for our business is sell houses. We're real estate agents. So I feel like you have to be prepared to not only best service your client, but you know, do your best performance when for you're sure. trying to get this person to to work with you because mm -hmm. it's a it's a battlefield out there. You know, for an agent, you have to yeah. earn your stripes. You have to oh, for sure. <laughs> exactly. You have to earn your business for real, for real. It's hard. So yeah, um, I mean, just like I mentioned, being prepared is everything. You know, so um, just to go through my setup personally, I actually have that right here. I don't know if I want to put it out right here. Whatever you want to do, bro. Yeah, you know, whatever. whatever. Who cares? So so, so while you're unpacking that. Do you think that it would be beneficial for everyone to like, like say, for example, Bill Gates or Elon Musk or all these guys that are really, really good at what they do? Yeah. Do you think that someone that is, you know, trying to do the same thing as them should m not only model what they do and how they think and all that, but to the T, like exactly what they do? So that's a really good question. So you're pretty much asking if this can apply to like Bill Gates or like... A Gary Vee or like a someone going towards their goal? No, what I'm saying is this is you're a successful realtor. Uh huh. You have proven that. Like you, I appreciate you, you that. do deal you do deals, you know what you're doing, you have a system down. Okay. Now for a new agent that uh -huh. wants to do exactly what you're doing, do you think that I should do exactly oh, yeah, every single thing? Yeah. Or do you think that I should pick and choose some things and, and adjust it to my taste? So for me, I would go pretty much by the book for this because this is just your preparation this isn't like your swagger with your speaky with your sorry with your conversations with somebody okay this isn't like really the way you do your business like i would pretty much um follow this 100 percent. but honestly you can take bits and pieces and like do what you want to do for you okay. i thought you were asking me like if this was applicable to like someone like someone who was a contractor or someone who oh. was and what i was going to say is that yeah because you should always be prepared whether you're a, like a professional soccer player or whether you're whatever yeah, for sure you should always be ready to like okay you said you're good at soccer 
go kick the ball for me right now. You know, you should have your mm. your get up. Like for you as an agent, you should oh, be I want to know that you should have your cleats on, your shin guards, your socks, everything suited up, ready to go. That way, if that question or that statement from whoever you're talking to does arise, oh, like let me see you kick that ball, you're ready. Exactly, and practic and putting it more practically, if I was like, hey, Chris, you're a real estate agent, I want to buy this house right now, I want to make an offer right now. Like, are you prepared to do that right now? Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. But are you prepared, like, as in, like, a new agent? I'm not prepared. Agent? I'll wing it. Exactly. So that's exactly why it's important to have a bag and to have scripts. That's a whole different conversation. But you want to be prepared because you don't want to have your mind trying to do, you know, oh, how am I going to rate this offer? You want yeah. to have your mind into how, like, listening to your client. Okay. That's what it's all about. It's listening to your client and being prepared as possible to the point to where you're just literally focusing on their needs because that's what it's all about. It's the client's yeah, needs. For sure. You're not going to survive as a business if if you're thinking about the next thing you're going to say. That's what I was talking about a script. Yeah. Or thinking about, oh, crap, I don't have a contract on me. Where am I going to get one? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. But Okay, so pretty much with the setup right here, um, this is for a real estate agent, like I mentioned. Um, this is for someone like Chris who's like, hey, I want to sell 24 houses right now. What do I need to have in my back tomorrow morning at the office to get started? This mm -hmm. is your starter kit. Like literally just any bag. It doesn't have to be a, like an Aldo bag or any type of bag like that. Whoa. Um, this is all upgraded stuff because I don't know. I just. Because you're. I like getting the better stuff. Yeah, you're. This is what you do. <laughs> so you obviously want to, you know. So, Hi, my name is Benjamin Garcia with Ponce and Ponce Realty. Uh, <laughs> how can I help you today? So Chris has the first thing, which is the mic. And the reason why the mic's super important is because you don't want to have a conversation with somebody to where they're not hearing anything other than your voice. You don't want to have them listening to the music that's in the background or the traffic that's in the background. Or the other people in the office or that the are other calling people. people. Exactly. Yeah. You want to have a noise canceling, as in the voice, um, headset. That's a 97% noise canceling headset. So like, wow. they don't hear anything that's going on behind me. They're just listening to my voice, my tonality, what I have to say. And I just think that gives you the best odds when you're having a conversation yeah this is nice how much did this cost you that was a more expensive one. that one was 130 oh. 140 but when i first started i bought a refurbished one that didn't have this big fat piece it was just like a regular headset yeah. still noise canceling for like 45 bucks on amazon dang so you that's know how many burritos i can buy with that like six burritos <laughs> six really fat sad. burritos yeah, but Headset. So it doesn't matter what kind as long as it's a noise canceling one. Cool. Refurbished, like at a yard sale. Like Blue Parrot's a good brand and we'll probably put links in the description. What? So you guys can check those out for those of you Parrot. checking us out on YouTube. Um, thing number two, let's see, what I think is important. This is important. Three by five cards. Yeah, you're like, what? Three by five cards. What you studying? So here's the thing. When you have leads, people usually put them in a computer or a phone. Okay. But or CRM or right? CRM in your computer or on your phone. Okay. But the thing is, is that you know, uh, what if your phone is dead? Your phone shouldn't be dead. But like, Fair. what if um, you know you're not by your computer? You know, mm -hmm. what if like, you know, you literally have your leads, which would go in your CRM. You have them on a three by five card. So you'll have your hottest, literally five to ten to fifteen clients that you're working with on a three by five card. And the way it's set up, we can go super into detail with it. But you pretty much want to have their name whether they're a buyer, a seller, or both, their number, and their email. And okay. I haven't filled mine out yet. I'm actually going to do that tomorrow um, because I've been stubborn and I've only been using the CRM. Oh. But it's important to use these because I want to start door knocking 
So for me, it's going to be tough, um, you know, going to my computer and then having to go on follow boss and what tasks do I like just literally pull out the three by five card. Your most important leads are in there. Okay. And you just need to make sure to have this box on you like like your wallet pretty much. Okay. Um, but, you know, if you have a bag, then you'll have everything in there. Um, other than that, of course, a computer. You want a computer because that's where you're going to have the setup that we're going to get into right now real quick. Okay. Um, then here comes the stuff that I just pretty much started getting a few months ago. Um, this is one that I didn't do before, but um, contracts. So if someone wants to make an offer, you can literally sit down with them and make a contract and have it done like within three minutes. So I carry 10 buyer agent and 10, sorry, 10 offers and 10 listing agreements on me at all times because if someone wants to sell their house right now, then boom, I have the listing agreement ready. Yeah. So when normally always, we do it on the computer. Yeah. So people do it on the computer, but me personally, I always did it. I always done it on the computer. Yeah. But I feel like I'm going to start having them do it like this because not only is it more meaningful, at least to me when I'm signing an actual like, you know, document in front of me, uh -huh. but also like, um, I think it's going to be easier because with e-signing, people always have questions in e-signing. Like, who am I going to get it from? How do I e-sign? Like, um, you know, difficulties with the platform itself. Yeah. And Doing it, it from the phone. And... and the thing is, is that, again, you know, you don't have to. You can do it through the computer. For sure. But if you're doing it like this, you're literally putting everything in your favor. There's nothing that can stop you from getting that contract signed right there. Because okay. you're face-to-face -face with the client. And do you think that, uh, so you would just scan this and send it over? Scan. So yeah, so you'll show them the best three houses in the neighborhood and you'll tell them, hey, which one did you guys like most? Okay, I like the house number two best. Uh, I'll run a comparative market analysis with them so we can see the true value of the house because when someone puts a price on a house, it's like anything. They could put any price they Yeah, want. for sure. Um, and then from there, they would sign the contract right there and then rather than going home and then hey you know calling them to let them know that they got the offer yeah. having to walk them through like you know signing the offer online mm -hmm. people aren't tech savvy a lot of the times who are buying a home you know yeah people are 40 50 60 like you know some people don't even have emails that are that have <laughs> sold homes too that's believe true. it or not so yeah. um so yeah um let me think i'm losing myself man no you're um, good Man. I'm boring myself. <laughs> so the moral of the story is no matter what field you're in, if it's real estate, if it's lending, if it's selling freaking socks, like be prepared. Have your stuff ready to go. That way, when the opportunity arises, you can take action instead of sitting back and going, what do I do? What do I do next? Like and a deer in headlights. Yeah, and actually I was listening to a podcast uh, the other day as well that you. said... You're not even going to be aware that the opportunity is there because you're, that's how unprepared you are. You're going to miss the opportunity. You're not going to see, oh, look, this is an opportunity for me and, and not do anything because you're not prepared. You're just not even going to see it at all. Exactly. So, yeah, I do, I do so think right that it's very, very important to be prepared for anything. No, you're so right about that. And that's pretty much yeah. Like you said, that's the point of having, you know, as a realtor, I think like a bag like this. Um, and anything in anything in life, you know, it's just being prepared mm -hmm. for sure. And how do you become prepared? Well, I think, um, uh, what is that through like practice? You know, how, how do you become prepared with what you do? Like figure out what you need to figure out. I mean, for example, you, you just explained it very well. 
you feel that you get more questions asked and more hesitation over e-signing because of the difficulty of the platform, because of this, that, and the other. So how do you fix that? You get a hard copy paper. You literally go through, the fill it out. Way, yeah, and which is have them sign to us. <laughs> and, and, and excuse me, to be honest, a lot of the times I feel like clients and, and customers are more comfortable signing that way because, excuse me, I'm sorry, this carbonated water is making me burp all over the place. So. The, the clients, are, they have that hard copy right there in front of them. They have everything that they need and, and signed right there. That way, they, if they have any questions, literally right then and there, before they sign, what what's this mean? What's this mean? Great, great, great. Once you're done, you're getting a sign, signature. It's like, okay, perfect. I'm, I'm, comf I'm comfortable and confident with this right now. Instead of like it. calling them, hey, I sent you the offer. Yeah. Okay, let me check it out. Hey, yeah. what's page number two? I see that the closing cost is in there. Ben, I just sent an offer over the freaking email and you saw me do it and you didn't say a word. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we just got done filling an offer out right now yeah. electronically. And we're, I was just telling Chris that I think that'd be the best way is just to do it in person with the paper. Yeah. I haven't done it myself. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just trying to prepare for 2020. I'm trying to change my ways. <laughs> for sure. Have you ever been in a situation where you was like really like awkward or, or not like you, you had no idea what to do? doesn't have to be real estate wise either. Somewhere um, where, I'm trying to think of something, something that you've been in that you weren't prepared for it. Like, like maybe you're at the drive through and you know, you're, you, you went all the way to freaking Hesperia to go eat this oh, Mexican food place. Oh. And that you wanted this burrito and you got there and they were like, sorry, we're out. I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, I have a real estate story. Um, mm. So, but that happens all the time with me. Dude. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm so unprepared. Like, it's crazy. That's why I'm trying to change my ways and with my business be super prepared because there's no reason to, you know, do anything that can hurt the client. But, uh, man, one of those times. Um, so, it was actually when I first started doing real estate. Um, I think it was like my second third or fourth month maybe my second or third month oh. and i had gotten a uh for sale by owner who um for those of you who don't know that's someone who puts their home up for sale themselves rather than going through an agent bad idea we'll do a whole other video on that there's a whole explanation there's several but we really, yeah we could talk about an hour all day that. we could do a, pod, a whole podcast on that we should for do that actually okay. that's a good idea um but so he was doing a for sale by owner and uh he pretty much just gave me an appointment to go see him in person and um it was my first listing appointment so i took ricardo ricardo um okay. our broker uh with me and the um, listing appointment? yeah so he was just shadowing you no, well, he was actually like pretty much doing the listing appointment. Interesting. Okay. So I was there, like you know, showing my like I was there talking to the guy still, right? But when it came to the nitty gritty, my broker was the one that you know closed pretty him. much closed him. That's yes. Cool. So that's what that's what happened. So after like thirty minutes of talking to the guy and you know um, going back and forth and him going from saying he will not sign a contract to after thirty minutes saying he will sign the contract, giving us thirty days, what right? The heck? And this is where it gets crazy. So okay. he agrees and I pull out the, no, sorry. My broker pulls out the folder and as he's talking to the guy and agreeing with him, he says that he can't find the contract in there. The package that I had prepared for him okay. for the appointment. I forgot the contract. Bruh. <laughs> I forgot the contract. So what happened? Dude. So my broker made up, you know, cause, um, okay. So. <laughs> My broker kept talking, right? Because he realized the contract wasn't there. Yeah. 
And uh, he just kept kind of going with it. And out of nowhere, the dude offered us a soda. Just pretty much like this, like a, like a soda. Like literally, he just offered me a soda. Yeah. And uh, when he left, he was like, where's the contract? <laughs> he was like, where's the contract? And I was like, um, dude, I don't know. Like, I thought it was in the folder. I'm going to go check the car. I think I left it in the car. I think I left it in the car. Bro. So I was like, I was like okay. So um, when the guy came back, um, I was like, I'm a little cold. I'm going to grab my sweater real quick. So I go to the car looking for the contract. It's not there. Bruh. So when we get back. <laughs> All you hear is your, your car take off. <laughs> Where's he going, yo? Dude, but the, the, the appointment was in Hesperia. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like a 40-minute drive from 30-minute okay. drive from Ugh. the office. <laughs> okay. So just to make a long story short, um, the guy, when he was initially saying no, he was saying that he had to talk to his daughter about it. So my broker, after he closed them, had to unclose them and say, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and talk to your daughter a little bit and we'll come back tomorrow so we can sign the contract, right? Okay. And yeah. Did that, you get reamed? That's Did what your messed everybody yell at you? Up. No, he laughed. You know, he's <laughs> cool. Crazy. He's cool. He laughed. Yeah, Ricardo's funny. Yeah. So um, long story short, guy ended up talking to his girl, to his girl, to daughter. his daughter. Daughter had a friend in the business. And that's where yeah, I Steve. instantly lost like a seven thousand dollar check, like in two seconds. Because you weren't prepared. Because I wasn't prepared. Literally, all you had to do was have a contract. So now I feel Ooh. better for showing you guys my bag because I felt like this video was yeah. kind of like I was like, is this gonna make sense to everybody? Like, are people are people gonna find this relatable? Good thing you asked me that question, man. You're yeah. so right. Like, that's a perfect example right there. Yeah, perfect. And and, and I'm sure everyone can think of sometime. Even just like on a regular, think about high school. Right? Every you, day. You get, a, <laughs> you get a No essay. pencil. Yeah, you got it. Exactly. <laughs> Getting to school, all you have to do is write your name down and the date on this piece of paper and you have 30 seconds to turn it in and you get extra credit and you don't have a pencil. Boom. There you go. That's a perfect example. Exactly. Everybody can relate to that right there. Exactly. That's, That's so true. <laughs> just, and if you can't, I mean, I'm sure you can think of something that you can relate to regarding not being prepared and oh man i mean until it happens to you you're not going to have any, any idea what we're talking about but i hope it's not in a big in a big way because hopefully it's a small lesson because those big ones they hurt like that yeah. one for me and i was a rookie too so mm -hmm. you know man right now it still hurts to lose listings oh, for and i'm sure. doing 30 40 deals a year imagine when i had done zero deals <laughs> to just lose would, a listing I like cried. that i would have cried myself to sleep that night Dude, uh, I don't know how I did it, but <laughs> that's so funny. It was a funny story though, and you know what? Um, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. So I was really upset at myself, obviously, but um, the way I see everything is a lesson. So, for example, since that happened, I'm always prepared now. From now on, yeah. I'm never forgetting a listing contract ever in my days for the rest of my living in this earth. Literally, you can make a joke out of it, and you're going on a listing appointment. Do I have the contract? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, I'm roasting myself. Like, boy, yeah. you better not this contract <laughs> again, boy. That's crazy. Ben, give me an example. You've obviously been in the real estate game for three years now? Yeah. Jeez, oh, man. That's Going on three time. years. Going on three years. Give me a crazy story about, like, showing a home or something the client said to you and you were just like, what? Or, like, hmm. crazy story. I know you have a crazy story. You do too many deals not to have a crazy story. Crazy story. Like, just a crazy story, like showing a house or yeah, any crazy something. story? Like, for example, I used to work for a guy doing property management, and he's been in the business for 45 years, so he's been in it forever. Uh, he was going to show a house one time, and he opened the door, hey, agent on the floor kind of thing, 
he thought it was vacant. There were squatters in the house, and he walks into two squatters. Oh doing no! The do no! And only the bedrooms, <laughs> and the clients were there too. What? Like right behind them? They opened the door, like. Dude, they no shut way. The door. Yeah. Where was this? I don't know. Downtown SB. Probably. <laughs> this is a long time ago, though. It was probably like twenty years ago. I think you said. Dude. Okay. Well, I have a few stories now that I actually have had time to thought of, think <laughs> yeah, about dude, it. Yeah, dude. That's dude, that's insane. But there was one time where um, one time was kind of scary actually. Um, it was just we walked in and I thought the house was vacant and I opened one of the bedrooms and there was just someone sleeping there. Uh, like a homeless person? Like a homeless like a person, yeah. It was a homeless Damn. person. And then he got up and he just started talking to us. You know, that's how they get sometimes. Yeah, you know, my house is pretty bad with two baths. <laughs> yeah. Like, Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, and the homeless guy was like, just like talking to us, just trying to be cool. And he like, uh, he just started being weird and uh, he just, I was like, yeah, you got to go pretty much. And that's it. Um, what other time? There's got to be some other times out there, man. There might not I be that many. About a million on that. <laughs> oh, there might not be that many like crazy stories yet, but I feel like we're There's gonna get some stories. Yeah. No, but yeah. that one was crazy, um, and just a lot of um, like messed up houses for sure. And it's crazy because you guys are actually gonna be able to see that on the YouTube channel. Oh yeah, if the you're flips. listening to the podcast. Oh my goodness. Yeah, a lot of them can be. Uh, Messed up houses, you know. Nasty. Not livable condition. They yeah. don't get financed for a reason. But yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, there's been some nasty, like some ugly smells from houses. Um, yeah, there's just as nice as these houses can be, man. They can be just as ugly. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what? Okay, hold on. We're literally sitting here brainstorming on <laughs> on different times in our lives that we're we've been unprepared. <laughs> And this guy nonchalant goes, all nonchalant goes, I forgot my underwear one time. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Explain that one. Bro, well, I mean, if you, well, I mean, let's see. Let me go back. Bro, so, I mean, I was just talking about this on a YouTube video that I did with Mo. Oh, I, I heard it. It was that one, yeah. yeah that's okay. what happened. That, so, we went to the gym, and I showered at the gym. And, and if you um, haven't showered at the gym, like, old dudes be out there with their stuff just... Oh yeah, dun, 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 dun. yeah, dude. Like, oh, like that's not the best. <laughs> that's not the business right there. That's, that's hilarious. Not, that's not the best part of going to the yeah. gym. But um, yeah, dude. I mean, just long story short, I forgot my underwear and I had to wear a suit free balling it. Oh, that's gangster. What do you mean? <laughs> I do that all the time. I no, all... no, I'm just kidding. He's like, that was an accident for you, bro. <laughs> that's what I do like every day. For Am real? I doing something wrong? Oh, dude. One time we forgot my cousin. What? <laughs> How do you forget your cousin at the gym? Not at the gym, bro. Not at the gym. Oh, where? <laughs> so one time, uh, we were coming back from from Vegas. It was like you left him in Vegas. I straight to this Oh my goodness, bro. Why? Okay, this how sounds much it, worse than it is, bro. How is how has this never been brought up before? You forgot your cousin <laughs> in Las Vegas. All right, so let me explain. First of all, I didn't forget my cousin. <laughs> Your cousin. Our is family like, forgot our cousin. Who's, who's our family, All right. bro? Alright, look at man. So <sighs> look it. I was like young as hell. I was like maybe 13, 12, 13, 14 years old. Uh-huh. And it was like um three families. Like my uncle, his family, our inner close family, our fam- home family, whatever you want to say. Um, maybe another family or whatever. It was like twelve or fourteen of us, right? Okay. And we took like a mobile home, like a little, like we would call it a mobile home, freaking in Spanish, but uh, or like an RV. We took, <laughs> a mobile home. A literal mobile home? Like, 
<laughs> That's how we call it, bro. All right, but RV. Un RV. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. RV. <laughs> so we took RV. Like we we fit like thirteen Mexicans up in that thing, oh and we drip, we dipped to Vegas bro. to uh, visit. Uh, one of my uncles, of course, that's what we, we do is we mm-hmm. visit our family everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on our way back, we, we stopped at a pit stop <laughs> or whatever they're called, the rest stops. Oh, my. Okay. And everyone to the, went to the bathroom. <laughs> this fool left his freaking cousin at a pit stop on the way to home. To, on the way home from Vegas? It wasn't me. It was my uncle, bro, and like my dad. But they were in the front, right? And everybody was in the car and we were like, everybody here? All right, let's dip. We started dipping, and literally, like, maybe, like, two, three minutes later, we were like, where's James? <laughs> and then, bro, it's Spanish, so it's funnier. So it's like, e James? Yeah. Where's the chingados? It's James. Where's the James? James. Como que se tu little James? Bro, that's hilarious. I wish I knew how to speak Spanish. That's your first language? Yeah, that's the first one I learned to speak was Spanish, but my primary most educated language would be English. Yeah. Man, I can't even say I speak English. <laughs> I don't even be talking the right way. You know what I mean? I know, man. I, I don't even speak any languages when I tell people, bro. Do you like, think that you're at a benefit because you speak Spanish? 100%, man. Like, yeah, 100%. You are. Like, Everything. I'm on the phone with somebody and we don't understand each other and we're like off balance and they're just like, why are you calling me? Why are you calling me? And then I'm like, ¿Hablas español? No, yeah. Sí. You know what's funny? I heard you on a conversation one time. And you're like, hey, you know, I'm looking for the homeowner of one, two, three, whatever, whatever. And they're like, not he's like, he's like <laughs> And because he speaks so good English, you wouldn't know that he has an that's accent over said. the phone. Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> and so, no hablo inglés. And he go, and then what do you say? I, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, oh, and I was like, yo, he's killing it right now. And then I thought, I thought they were going to be like, sorry, I don't speak Spanish either. And, and like kind of just like catch them off yeah, guard because yeah. that's I would do something like that. Yeah. Like if I hear someone call me and, and they're trying to like sales pitch me or something like that, which is not what we do anyway, by the way. And uh, they try to sales pitch me, I'll be like, I'll be like, novel English. And if they start speaking Spanish, I'll be like, oh, it, or hang up because I can't speak. In, I can't. So you can't just, look just, stupid and then keep going. Like. So you know what? What you're saying, you're yeah. That's that's true. But here's the thing. When you start speaking someone's native language, it's an instant connection. What I'm saying is I will tell someone over the phone that I don't speak English. But that's what you're saying right now. But it's because if you were from Mexico and you got a call from a gringo, say, hey, 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 sir, how's it going? You know, uh, I'm looking for the homeowner yeah. here on 123 Main Street. And it's like, no, 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 no. And they're like, hablo español, you know, whatever. Oh, Hello? And then once you give off your Spanish tonality, yeah. you could uh, spa- like someone for Spanish. At least for me, I can like tonality is like so much like easier, easier. to pick up for me in Spanish. It's like I can display like no, see like you know I don't know how to explain it. You can it. feel like, like they, you, you can you. That but what, what I was trying to explain yeah. to you is that like for example, let's say that this put a Spanish person out of the question. Let's say that you were from uh, the Netherlands. What do they speak over there? Dutch or something like that. <laughs> I just they play. speak fool, I don't know. I think they speak Dutch in the Netherlands. <laughs> oh man. So they speak Dutch, right? <laughs> and let's say you're from over there, bro. Stay okay. Cool, stay cool. okay. And someone's like soliciting you, right? Uh-huh. And then um you answer them back and since the person's Dutch, they hear your accent. They hear your Dutch accent speaking English. <laughs> okay. So the Dutch then says in Dutch, do you speak Dutch? Okay. This, like, <laughs> 
<laughs> it's because I want to be funny and like make up a fake accent, but I don't know how that people <laughs> talk, yo. <laughs> Hey, hello. How did he talk, bro? He's like, he just Nah, nah, no disrespect, because I don't know how they talk. <laughs> don't come for it, don't come for it. Where's the best? Did you stop recording? Yeah. Dude, Dang, no. that was good. That was super good. I like that. What I'm trying to say is. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. When I someone speaks your language, you, you, feel, you, you, you put down that shield, right? Yeah, that for shield sure. that you're talking about. And then I feel like you can automatically relate to them. You know, and build it. and then like what you're saying, because you speak Spanish, you can. You know, Spanish is your first language. Maybe that's why you pick up on the people, like how if they're being genuine. Yeah. If they're serious, if they're not, I mean, you pick all that up in Spanish. Which in is Spanish, cool. yeah. For me, it's easier. I don't know why, but um, honestly, the reason why I bring up that whole thing with like knowing their language is because at the end of the day, it's all about in sales at least, and in life in general, I think it's all about having common ground, and then if you have common ground is because you're like them. And this is the, the bottom line. This is like the ultimate like truth and people yeah. aren't gonna wanna accept this, but people just like themselves. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Okay. People wanna hear about stuff that they like. Mm-hmm. If you're a big NFL fan, you wanna talk to someone else who's a huge NFL fan. Exactly. You know, if you're a huge gamer, you wanna talk to other gamers. If yeah. you love books, you're gonna talk to someone that likes books, you know? like. Not books in general, like reading. Yeah, it's no, like, no. See, I, I know, sounded I stupid. Don't I don't read books, so that's I why I sound like that. I don't like read that. books either. But let's say like a specific type of books. But you know what I'm saying here. It's just yeah. common ground. You know, like people like themselves. Yeah. I you understand. like you, don't you? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes? Well, that's me too. That's everybody. <laughs> that's everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, there's, there's a... I was going to ask you about books, but I think we're running a little short on time, so maybe we'll save that one for next time. <laughs> what were you going to say? Do you think that it's important to read books? To to I mean, from what I know, a lot of a lot of a lot of successful people, all of them read. So here's the thing: the reason why it's important to read is because it's important to learn. Because when you learn, you grow. Okay. And you can't grow without learning. Okay. So that's why it is good to read. But for example, someone like me, I don't read a lot of books. That doesn't mean I'm not smart. I read a lot of stuff regarding my business, like market updates about rates, you know, about HOA, you know, FHA letting, um, you know, condos be financed easier now and, you know, stuff that's going on with real estate. So, yes, um, I have to agree with you 100%. Like someone who reads, that's the common, I mean, someone that's successful, excuse me, I think that's the, the common ground is that they read, right? Like Warren Buffett reads eight hours a day or something like that. But I don't even... That's all he's done. Like he's I barely even six. sleep for eight hours a day. For real. No, I sleep more. Isn't that like crazy? Eight. No, yeah, dude. Like, these people read, and that's why they make them big money, because knowledge is power. And power is knowledge. Dude, I mean, if, you're, if you know everything about real estate, you're going to help someone buy a house ten times better than someone who knows a little bit. You, you will know? never know anything about everything about real estate. I hate to burst your bubble. I'll know more than the next guy. For sure, but you won't know everything. <laughs> well, There's no one's one ever going to know everything. Sport. Exactly. You have to always continue learning. Exactly. That's why I respect the, the, my brokers. Yeah, because they're, they're freaking, always learning. They're freaking smart. Yeah, they're definitely. S- they have a lot of knowledge. They're smart, but they're coachable. Like, mm-hmm. they will oh, take for feedback. Sure. That's and, awesome. And yeah, no, you're right, man. You'll yeah, never cool. know anything about everything about everything. Yeah. Only God. That's right. Depending on what you believe. That's in. right. <laughs> All right, uh, I need to go take a nap because I'm tired. 
So we're going to end this right here. I'm really not going to go take a nap. i got to go edit this now. So This was a pretty uh, energy <coughs> exhausting activity. Maybe it's because I'm in my sweater. Or maybe it's because we're just we winging it. all day and the light. Winging it. The ring light. Uh, yeah. It's towards the end of the day. We were working on fixing these mics. It's already 5 o'clock. You know what? I think Amanda's going to be so mad. <laughs> I think the light was on while we were trying to figure out everything out. Uh, That's why I got hot in here. Ooh. So yeah, man. The Gene, right here on your iTunes, podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. Follow us. Chat with us on Instagram, YouTube. Anything and if else? you don't want to, that's okay, too. We don't mind. What Chris said, yeah. <laughs> Chris just keeps it a buck. I appreciate that about you, I Chris. Do. I do keep he it a buck. He shoots from the hip, and that's why I like you, man. <laughs> You're a beast, man. All so, right, homie. Episode, what is this, two podcasts? I think I think it's, yeah, this is going to be two. Yeah. This will be two. Yeah, we'll say two. Two, number one in our first, in our studio until we switch studios, so. Yeah, yeah let's get it. Yep. All right, guys. The Gene. Next time. Peace.